listen, honey. Hi, fam. Oh my God. I wish I could give every single person who is tuned in at this very moment a big fatty hug, like a squishy one with my actual fingers around you because it has been so long. It is day 40, fuck if I know, in quarantine at this point. And it just feels like it's been such a long time, mainly because of being without contact with people. I wanted to do this podcast specifically where I just have an open conversation with you guys about anything. So I went on to my stories and I posted a story saying, let's talk, ask me anything you want, anything under the sun. And y'all came through, man. Y'all are crazy, just like me. Crazy bored, bored in the house and in the house bored, man. I feel you. I am, I first of all, hope everybody's doing okay. I really pray that you are with somebody you love, even if they're driving you crazy, that it's somebody that means something to you and that your family's safe. For anybody that has dealt with COVID-19 directly, my prayers are also with you. I know this is a really rough time and I can't imagine the variety of situations out there where people are just scared. I know for me, it's been um, hard just having a relationship with even my phone because I feel like every time I pick up my phone, I don't know what kind of news I'm going to get, whether it's a friend calling or something I'm going to Google. Recently, I heard Governor Kemp um, stating that all the the non-essential businesses like salons and tattoo parlors will be opening up and encouraging people to go out there. And I don't know if you guys heard the interview with Anderson Cooper and the mayor of Las Vegas, but that was also very alarming and really fucking upsetting actually because of some of the ignorant statements she was making. Basically, these people sound like they're saying business right now is much more important than healthy lives. And that strikes such a fucking chord in me because we are all right now doing our part to quarantine for this very reason of not having to worry about this situation getting worse, not having to stay in quarantine longer than we need to. And so when these restrictions are being lifted so early, it makes me wonder if we're going to go backwards in all of this work that we've been doing to make sure that we stay isolated to not spread the disease. So I, I, I'm afraid for May and I realize I'm ranting right now, but I'm just being honest that I, like many, feel that the only thing I can do right now to do my part is to stay indoors and then to do whatever else I can to be able to help other people who aren't able to help themselves right now. So a couple of things that um, my partner and I did, Jay, we bought a week's worth of groceries for a few families, actually for a few members living in assisted living, specifically elders, who don't have people to help them purchase groceries. Um, we're also looking into how to get diapers and formula to moms out there. And for myself personally, I've really been trying to stay sane by meditating and doing breath work. So these are two things I do frequently now, maybe two to three times a day. And it's the only thing that's kept me so sane. Um, when it comes to meditating, I really recommend everybody to check out this app called Headspace. Headspace is a really great app that allows you to pick a variety of guided meditations. Um, that way you can let your mind go, not feel so caught up with how you're supposed to be meditating. Close your eyes in a place of solitude and just let your mind be guided into a variety of exercises that let you kind of just ease into being, just breathing, you know? And as far as breath work, I love, 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 love this series of 
different breath practices that allow you to really exercise your diaphragm. And you don't realize how much better you feel until you take the right type of breath. Now there's breathing, right? Where you're just existing and you don't even know you're breathing, but then there's the type of breath work that specifically gets your heart and your pulse to work in sync. And it specifically makes you present with even the breaths you take so that you take your mind off of other things. And it's so good for your stress, your trauma, even your distractions. It helps you focus more and it helps you always come out feeling stronger than you started. To specifically share with you what kind of breath work I do, I want you guys to text me, okay? So get out your notes or write this down. This is my phone number. Text me that you would like to learn the breath work that I do. And I'd like to share it with you because it's so good. And it works for every single person that I've passed it on to, especially people who don't believe in breath work. You? Yeah, you. I'm talking to you. This is it. So my number is 310-388-8224. 310-388-8224. Hit me up. I'm going to send you the breath work. If you even want to know the meditations um, that I do from Headspace, hit me up and I got you. Okay, let's get into these questions in my DMs. So this is from Pat. Who is your dentist here in LA? You have gorgeous teeth. (laughs) Pat, thank you so much. That's such a random question, but um, I am proud of my teeth because I wore my Invisalign ever since my braces, even though Invisalign was only invented about like, what, 15 years ago? Even after my braces, I had a retainer. So my dentist here is Dr. Kadarian. She takes care of my teeth to make sure that my Invisalign's always in check, my teeth are pearly white, And she's amazing. She's got amazing health. uh, She's got amazing Yelp reviews too here in Los Angeles. So this is another question from we. And the question is, what's one dream you haven't accomplished yet? This is so funny that you're asking this because Jay just asked me this today and I told him my answer and he actually got excited to think more into this idea together. And a dream that I have is to create an accessible form of therapy and mental wellness for people. And I don't know if it's in the form of an app or some type of movement that we create for insurances to be a lot more forthcoming to cover people's therapy needs, but I would love for everybody to be able to afford therapy or learn meditation or learn breath work. When I was younger, I would have loved therapy. I had so many damn questions and I was so confused about a lot of things. And my parents weren't really the type to open up that type of a dialogue with me. And I didn't know how to speak so well in Vietnamese to be able to ask the questions that I had. So having some type of therapist would have been amazing. But as we all know, therapy is a luxury. I started doing therapy, what, about five years ago. And only then did I start unweaving the shit I've already caused myself from my teenage years into my young adult years. And I'm mad because why did I have to wait till I actually made money to afford a practice of learning how to think better and to be more logical and to be more sound in my feelings? I, I hate thinking that somebody else out there who really would like therapy can't afford it. And I hate thinking that people, only a certain type of person deserves therapy because we know that's not true. So my dream is to create some type of app that allows people to have access to therapy also get specified meditations and breath work that work for their personality. And maybe some cool tips in there too, like how to dress that'll lift your spirits. You know, I believe in therapy, which is my theory about what you wear therapeutically enhances your mood. 
And I think a lot of people are wearing the wrong shit. Honestly, there's a lot of clothing out there that makes you feel slumped over and lazy or unattractive. And that's not true. What you wear can instantly pick up your mood. You just have to know the right colors and fit and texture. For example, you're not going to see me in some big bulky ass cropped vanilla sweater because I don't really love neutral colors. I always like bright, robust tones, if not in some type of texture. They've got to have a cool texture to them. And I don't like things too boxy and big around my bust area because I got tiggle bitties. And so if I wear anything big there, I just feel top heavy. And then I also, and then I just makes me focus more on why I don't like my boobs. And that doesn't make me feel good. So this is why you'll never see Jeannie Mai in something super blousey on top. I'll always kind of keep it fitted or baggy all the way throughout. And that is where it be. Ta-da! <laughs> All right, let's see what next question we have here. I love going through my DMs, by the way. I I rarely do, but I hate that I don't always get to answer back, you know? How do you be more flirtatious? This is by Caitlin. Girl, you're my kind of bitch. (laughs) I love it. How do you be more flirtatious? Well, first, let's think about the motive, right? If you are being more flirtatious just, just to get attention for yourself, then I wouldn't encourage you to flirt more because that's just vapid attention. It doesn't mean anything. It's not going to make you a better person. It doesn't really, um, it makes you thirsty and it makes you build your confidence on false feedback. So if you're looking to flirt more just to have fun, that's more of a reason. If you're looking to flirt more because you want to connect with somebody or you want to let them know you like them, yes, that's cool all day. Now, if you listen to Listen Honey, the last podcast I did, two of them with Shan Booty. Yo, tune back into it because it's so good. Shan Booty is my gem. She is a sex educator. She's a relationship expert and she's a flirt aficionado. She's so good at it. And the reason why I love Shan Booty's flirting techniques is because it's all about just having fun and enjoying the moment and not taking it too seriously. And I think that's the secret to best flirting. Just really getting into it and acting, getting really, picking something about yourself and really falling into it, whether it's your eyelashes, with your lips, it's smart things you say, it's um, that beautiful way you can get up from a table and leave for the ladies room, like whatever it may be, Shan Booty hits it on the head. So follow her on Instagram at Shan Booty, which is S-H-A-N-B-O-O-D-Y and check out my last two podcasts with Shan Booty. Okay, this is from Emily. Hi, Jeannie. I'm currently working on myself, self-esteem, self-worth, basically a lot of inner healing and all over self-love. Yeah, girl. Which I feel lost or didn't have in general since I was in a messy relationship with someone who I felt was emotionally draining and unsure of his life and choices and may or may not have been in the relationship with the mother of his child. Oh, girl. I decided to take a step back and just observe the relationship I was in and realized that he basically wanted to be with the both of us. And I said, enough is enough and left. Emily, good for you. But I feel like I lost myself. And how you speak about your healing is so inspiring and how happy you are with yourself is very beautiful. I know I want to be confident in myself and love myself. How does one start that journey? This is a really big one. And Emily, I'm thinking about everything you just said because I want you to first think that experience with that man. He did you a favor that could possibly teach you something for the rest of your life. 
which is never root yourself in another, always root yourself in the ground you believe in. So your ground should be who you are, who you want to be, what makes you dynamic? What have you survived through? What dreams do you have? Why there is nobody like you in 7.8 billion people in the world. Nobody out there exists like you. What is that reason? Picture every single thing that you just listed about yourself as seeds that you plot into the soil beneath you. That is your ground. And those are your babies. Everything you know about you. Because the reality is everything you know about yourself will grow and evolve. And it will turn into the most amazing technicolor bouquets and herbs and shrubs and fruit that you harvested yourself. But it's not until you plant it and you know it that you stand firmly on it for it to actually sprout. The best thing about the past relationship you had is that it taught you who matters most in your life. And you have to focus on that. You've got to come first so that you understand what healthy love feels like. Because when you end up dating again, and stepping out there. You have to know exactly what it looks like, what it smells like, what it feels like, because the real healthy love makes you flourish and grow, never makes you question yourself, never makes you question whether or not this love is stable or great. It makes you know what is healthy, just like you know who you are. And if you don't know who you are, that's okay. You can always take a second to just recalibrate, take a few deep breaths, step away from anything that's distracting you, and just Be still and listen, because I promise you the best thing is that your body is always talking to you. Your body is always telling you, you are enough. Your body is always telling you, wow, you got through that. That was so amazing. Your actual physical body carries you, especially through this quarantine. Think about your physical body getting up every day, popping you out of bed, getting you to call a great friend, maybe scroll the gram. Maybe get outside and take a walk or do a workout. But whatever your body's doing, it's doing it. You're not stuck there in your bed and you're not stuck in your thoughts. You have options because your body and your mind allows you to move. And we have to be thankful for that. And that is a big reason why you will be okay. And so I'm just kind of teaching you the way that you should talk to yourself and all the little things you should remind yourself of to know that you are enough. Your ground is sturdy and and firm. And as you plant those seeds, water them, water yourself with love, quality time, great words, girl, masturbate, whatever it is you got to do, love on yourself. And I promise you, fruit will grow and you will harvest a beautiful, rich picking of everything you deserve. You. All right. We're going to come back with more questions from my DMs. Scared over here. Scared of what I might open up, but I definitely want to connect with you guys. So I'm so thankful for these questions. Thank you for tuning in to listen, honey. We'll be right back. Welcome back to listen, honey. All right. We're having fam questions here and I'm opening up my DMs where I had asked everybody to ask me any question they might possibly have about me. And I love these questions. You guys are so thoughtful with the things that you ask. I just love talking about this stuff. It makes me miss everybody. It makes me want to socially distance within one foot instead of six. (laughs) All right. This question comes from Ellie and she says, how to move on from an ex, deal with a breakup, especially when they've moved on swiftly with another girl. Help. The first thing I want you to know when you work to move on from an ex is not to focus on the ex, but to focus on yourself. 
remind yourself how fucking dope you are. I want you to remind yourself where you came from, what you've gone through, what things make you laugh about yourself, what things you notice on your face, your hair, your body, your hands that nobody else has. What things about your personality stand out? How do you put a smile on other people's faces? Remember these things about you because I want you to know that just because somebody breaks up with you or you guys break up together, it just means you weren't right for each other. It does not mean that you weren't right. So I just want you to make sure that you understand that because after the breakup, there's this period of heaviness where you just feel, ugh, it feels so gross. It's like this feeling that's always there even when you get out of bed. I mean- The second you wake up in the morning, sometimes you're reminded with this feeling of having been broken up with or a relationship not working out. And it's so, it feels so yucky. And I hate that feeling, but I always reminded myself to turn it around and remind myself of how great I am. And that really helped me. So I want to encourage you first to focus back on yourself. Don't even think about this dude anymore. Let him move on with this girl. That's great. Wish them the best. Honestly, wish them the best. And now let's move on to you. The way that I got through a breakup was I made a list of all the things I really, really want to do that I haven't made time to do or I've been too distracted. And this list was everything. It was starting my career, um, getting some practice in television at the time. So taping different segments and being a part of some type of production so I could see how television worked. I also had things like write letters to friends again. I love writing letters to friends and I hadn't written any while I was in that relationship. I wrote things like get back into working out, get into a really healthy, good workout routine, buy buy three new workout outfits that I really like. Um, I made this list and there was probably over 200 things on it that I just loved. It was cut my hair. It was um, grow out my own nails, see how they look. Um, instead of having, you know, acrylics all the time. I had everything on this list. Call Deborah, my friend who I hadn't talked to in a long time, but I felt so guilty I hadn't, you know, kept in contact with her. And anyway, so you can imagine this list of every single thing you can think of. Well, I kept this list right near me. And at the time I kept it in a journal because we didn't have smartphones at the time. And what I did was every single time I thought about this ex, I did one to two, sometimes three things on that list. Depends on how big or great they were, right? So if I thought about that ex and it made me depressed, I would immediately get up into one of my workout outfits and go do a great workout. Or I would sit down and write that letter to my friend. Or I would make that mixtape that I had been wanting to make so long for myself. Here's what was amazing about what I did. After about a couple weeks, instead of thinking so much about this person, I found myself so fulfilled with all of these things I had done that I had always wanted to do. And not only did it make me feel accomplished and successful at saying what I'll actually do and getting it done, but it also made me feel whole because they were all things that were genie. It was things like trying on a new makeup routine or going to hang out with a friend that I haven't seen in a long time, starting a page in my journal recording a video of myself because I knew that I wanted to be on television someday. But these things helped me feel so much more full. And that is inevitably what pushed out any thoughts of anybody else. Not having to work at not thinking about somebody else, but just work on thinking about me. Okay, so this is coming from The Empress. How to deal with social, financial, and self-oppression because I'm really going through it. 
Oh, babe, I feel you. Okay, this is honestly, obviously a larger question that we can't answer all in one answer. But a couple things off the tip of my tongue. Number one, let's start with self-oppression, right? So I'm imagining when you say self-oppression, you're basically just putting yourself down and keeping yourself feeling low and you're blaming yourself because you're the one that does it, which I understand. Some people call it insecurities, lack of self-confidence, but shit's real. It's there. The one thing I want to encourage you to do right now with me is to take three short breaths, almost think of like a bunny hopping, okay? Three short breaths and exhale hard through your belly until you feel your stomach literally empty of any bit of air left. So try it with me. Okay, I know you feel crazy, but here's why this breath work is important. That type of breath work allows you to picture three things that you are stressed about. Could be money, could be the house, could be the boyfriend, could be um, the kids, it could be your studies, whatever it may be. Picture each one of them as if you're sucking it out, like you're gathering it up and then throw it out as hard as you can with your belly. So try that again. I want you to start balancing your mind with your heart so that you can bring all of these things together to work in alignment, to be at the focused place you should be at. Right now, I want you to focus at why you're going to win. And that breath work is going to get your mind and your body at the same heartbeat so we can see this actually as a vision, okay? So that's number one. Number two, financial and social oppression. All right, so obviously we know that there are so many unjust things that are in the world right now when it comes to oppression, um, when it comes to racism within people's statuses. Um, we have structural racism. There's just so many things out there. But what you can do is look at your circumference. Look at the, the, the circumference around you. Look at your city that you live in. We have a voting election coming up where you're going to be voting for your local officials. Do you know the candidates that stand for what it is that you believe in? Do you know the candidates that protect your lifestyle, your needs, your family's needs, and is active about it? That's really number one first, because these lawmakers in your local area affect you the most, the way you pay bills, the way you get your healthcare, the way that you are able to move about in your house, whether it's what house you live in, how you make your car payments, um, how you are treated at work, what kind of raises you get. This is all, this all comes down to your local officials. So make sure you know about the candidates that stand for what you believe in and that you are ready to vote for them and that you're telling your friends to vote for them. When it comes to financial oppression, I think what you're talking about is how to kind of get out of this financial um, pause that we're in, how we're not making money and how we're also bleeding money through our rent and through our bills. What I can encourage you to do first and foremost is to have a talk with your landlord and or any of your bill collectors. So whether it's credit card bills or lenders, have a talk with them. Call the 800 number, every single one of them have them and have an actual talk with an actual voice to say, hey, I'm struggling right now. I don't know what to do and I need some help. Can you please offer me some assistance when it comes to this next month's due payment? Um, can we make out some deal? I promise you that contact will at least open up the conversation for some options and at least 
give you an idea of these people that you work with. Because a lot of credit card companies now are waiving fees and they're also suspending having to pay for at least 30 days, but you have to ask for it. So I wish you the best in making these calls, also doing the research you need to vote for the officials that you know deserve to win. And most of all, breathe through it, girl. You got this. All right, you guys, that concludes the end of Listen Honey today. And I, I, I just wanted you to know that I'm so thankful to have a community that I can talk to. I'm so thankful for you guys. You guys lift my spirits and make me feel so whole. And I appreciate you. Without you, we would not have this podcast. And without you, we would not be able to connect and be able to breathe together and get through this together and know that there's somebody out there listening to you, laughing with you, and just encouraging you to motherfucking kill it out there. So I love you guys. I can't wait for the next My Fam questions because I'm done. I'm actually saving all these questions because there's so many good ones. I want to save them for next time. But I love you. Take care of each other. And I'll see you back here next week, Monday, where a new podcast is released every single time for Listen, Honey. Don't forget to subscribe. And please do rate and review this podcast because I love reading them and hearing what you guys think. Okay. Bye.